Hola, galeras. This is your host, Jaws Blake of the Painter Files Podcast. I hope you are well. Uh, I am that guy, as you well know. The painter, el pintor, and so on and so forth. Bienvenidos. I hope you're well. I hope your weekend was nice. Let's get started. So yeah, it's episode 138. <laughs> I forgot to say that. Uh, this week, man. This week, this week, this week. Um, this weekend was really nice. I went to go see a movie with my friend Tina. Me and Alec went to go see, with her, went to go see, uh, Northman with his, uh, Alexander Skarza, Skarza, Skarsgard, Skarsgard, and, uh, Bjork was in it for, like, I'm not gonna spoil that. <laughs> Bjork was in it. We'll go with that. Um, it was good. I mean, it was a good movie. It kind of reminded me of quite a few other, like, Viking kind of things that are on television and movies and stuff like that. Uh, remind me of the 13th Warrior with Antonio Banderas. I don't know if you guys ever watched that. But uh, yeah, it was pretty good. I, th- I recommend going. We went, into a, we went to a movie theater, which we hadn't done in years. Um, and it was really nice. It was mostly empty, which was good. Uh, kind of helped with the the nervousness of everything because it's it's so easy to just kind of be rightfully cautious about the pandemic i guess it's kind of the right way to go about it is it made sense to be cautious but uh yeah so got that all going and that was nice and it worked well actually i was really happy about it so yeah that was nice um today filmed a wonderful wonderful episode of the painter files presents uh not the painter files presents uh painter's breakfast which is you know presented by the painter files but uh yeah i mean justine was there we had a good time every bunch of people showed up we interacted it was really fun i had uh, some vegan food that was nice um it's interesting. Uh, there's been a lot of, like, feisty vegans in this little town that we live in, Tacoma Park, Maryland. They've been well, going into the local butcher shop with bullhorns, yelling and screaming and acting crazy. It's a, it's a thing. I don't know. I feel, like, I feel like you could just not do that. I don't know. That's, that's just kind of my response to that. Like, you don't have to love other people eating meat, but to be offensive about it I guess is kind of it's a choice I mean I'm kind of working in a rough and tumble place where if someone ran into our place and caused a bunch of drama we might not be as sweet as these people at SoCo Butchery in Tacoma Park are so if you're in Tacoma Park please uh please go by and pick up some food they've got they have they have an actual lunch menu they have some really good actual non-meat options, which I do. Uh, they have like an egg salad, and they have like lots of pickled things, vegetables and whatnot, and I love pickles. You know I love pickles. So it's just nice. It's interesting. Uh, I don't understand their, their aggressive frustration. Like I get that you would be frustrated, and you would you, you care so much about the animals and all these things, and I get that. I mean, I love animals myself, but... I've never figured that declaring war on everyone else was necessarily the right way to go about it. Um, as far as the condo stuff goes, 
the carpets are supposed to show up soon, so most of this is all going to come out, and then uh, we're painting the walls and all that stuff, and the shop is moving all the way across town, so now I gotta spend more money on gas, which kind of sucks, but I'll figure it out, I guess. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll just ride the trains back and forth from work. I don't know. I'll have to figure it out somehow. It's a strange, strange world. The board spent, the uh, condo board sent us a, a letter in the mail. Well, they, they put it on all our doors. And it was basically them going, you better not fire us because cause, cause that's not the way to handle this. And we're just like, mm-hmm, okay, yeah, you're, you'll be fired soon. But all right, we got you. It's a very interesting aspect because I think they were under the impression that, like, if they're fired, then, you know, it's all these things that need to be fixed won't be fixed. And it's like, no, they'll be fixed. They're just not going to be aggressively fixed to the point where people lose their home with charges they can't afford and stuff like that so preferably that will stop and then we won't have to worry so much about all the assessment bills so that may give us a little more time we're still selling the place we're still moving we're still doing all that stuff but at least this way we have we have a little more time to do everything and then sell our place so and then move into an apartment for a little while. And then hopefully a house. Have a house. I don't want to rent a house. I want to buy a house. Um, yeah. That's about it. So. Mm, I have decided via talking to some of my friends. Who are great and wonderful people that I'm going to put my art books on Amazon. And I may even do a coloring book and put that also on Amazon. They've been out for a long time. Um, and I, I kind of just want to make it easier for people to get to them. I don't expect to make a crazy amount of money off of it because Amazon is kind of ridiculous and I, I kind of hate them. But I want them to be able to get to people. And I feel like the way that they currently exist is not the best way to go for so many reasons. <laughs> uh, I know my website is not the best, and so there's that, and then there's having to give someone a link every time I want to do something, and then just all these other little kind of factors that play into it. And I've just got to gotta bite the bullet, you know? i got to move forward. i got to hope to my best ability that this is a good choice and that... I will happily move forward on it, you know? It's a weird it's a weird feeling, in all honesty, because I, I debated about it for years now. Uh, I, for those who don't know, I, I've put out several art books throughout my life. I've put out three so far, and uh, they're plus some zines. And they, they've sold well. They've definitely reached quite a few people. But it's it's definitely not one of those cases where they've reached everyone they could reach. And that makes me sad because I really, really want my art book to just be this thing that like goes out into the world and lots of people see and move forward and so on and so forth. I've even thought about doing some actual uh, 
some actual historical uh, art books about like big events that happened with watercolors and like inks and stuff like that. Telling the story of like Selma, telling the story of like, um, wow, <laughs> when your brain goes blank. Um, the uprising in Haiti, all these types of things. Like I feel like these stories could be told through uh, like picture books. And I think that would be really interesting to just kind of see like the Civil Rights Act and so on and so forth. I know the I know the anti critical race theory people will hate this and probably hate me for it, but I don't care about them. So, you know, the hell with them. Um but I just I feel like there's just so much great things that have just never really been shared on a basis that people could just kind of pick them up, look through them, understand them and like ingest them and i feel like art is like this really beautiful way to go about doing that to tell you the story of martin luther king to tell you the story of ida b wells to tell you the story of bell hooks to tell you the story of all these like really great african-american like civil rights and historical people and also go into, you know, Latin people and Asian people and Native people and so on and so forth. Just because, like, I feel like their stories are the ones you don't hear. Their stories are the ones that don't get told. And it's kind of detrimental to me that that's the case because we, we're not taught enough about these people. And they're just, you know, this is American history. This is this strong, wonderful beautiful American history. And then I'd love to go into other countries' histories about, you know, their black people and so on, because like we don't have any of that information. We just don't. It's uh it's very ridiculous and under under informed and underappreciated that these things can't go that way because it should. It really honestly should. And so if I can do that, then I will. Also drink some water. It's very hot today. <laughs> I don't know. I just started to think about it. I was like, who would be cool to hear the story of? I think of like Notorious B.I.G. And I think of just so many different people in the world that are artists that get kind of just skipped completely over. And who are just brilliant people, Jack Johnson, Muhammad Ali, you know, people who are alive, people who aren't alive anymore, just, it needs to be rectified, it needs to be fixed. So, that's my plan. I mean, I never thought I'd be that artist, <laughs> the educational artist, I never thought that would be me, but perhaps it is necessary that I be the change in the world that I wish to see, you know? I can't believe it. My Patreon's actually getting bigger. <laughs> I've been saying it for so long, and it's actually slowly starting to get bigger. Um, that really makes me so happy. Um, for those who don't know, the link is in the bio. 
for the episode. It's Jawara, uh, J A W A R A, Jawara Blake. Uh, and yeah, it's just really nice, you know? It's nice to just start to show, have people show up for your work. It makes me super happy and it's really wonderful. And, you know, I want to thank people like my friend Natararu. I want to thank people like my friends from all over and just everything. Like, I think, like, there's so much of me that really, truly wants to just reach out and be a part of all this stuff. (laughs) I love making artwork and I love sharing artwork, but I also, you know, have to pay bills and I have to do all these other things. So it's just kind of difficult sometimes to just not move forward with it to feel like I'm I'm dragging my feet every day that I'm not getting a little closer to where I want to be. So, I've got a $5 uh a month Patreon spot, which is a uh, super muchness secret illustrations. Mm, very very good, very very nice. Um all the people who who follow me on there uh they get, you know, Painter Files podcast when that comes out, which is a secret podcast. <laughs> lots of vlogs, lots of uh, lots of blogs, lots of vlogs, lots of letter writing, which comes up to my ten dollar one, which is the handwritten letters. Uh, I love doing those; those are awesome. I got to mail some out today, actually. Uh, then there's the twenty dollar one, which is a monthly Q and A, and you see what you know what I'm working on and stuff like that. I get to give you kind of that. And, you know, the higher you go up in tiers, the more the other ones kind of get included and so on and so forth. So please join. It's It means a lot to me. It helps me just get everything done. <laughs> You'd be surprised how much, like, paper costs and how much ink costs and how much a camera costs and updated memory card and memory cards and electricity and a place to have in order to do all this stuff. Like, they're all physical things that need money so anything you can do to help that is awesome i love you thank you so much i was working at this bar lava Lava was kind of a uh, a crapshoot, to say the least. Like, there was always a new owner. The hours were never what you thought they would be. You'd go in thinking you'd get off at 2, but then it'd go till 7 in the morning, and it was just miserable. And it was loud, and it sucked. <laughs> just throwing out trash and acting crazy pretty much was the main thing. And there was never a time when... We were allowed to, like, clean, clean while people were there. So it would just be a hodgepodge of just scum and gross and stink everywhere when people left. And your ears would be ringing. My tinnitus would be insane. And I remember it because I had an art show in the balcony one time. They let me have an art show in the balcony of the of the event which was just kind of crazy because it was just so busy and there was so much going on and there was so loud and all these things were happening and it was a dead night. So it was more like a bringer type of thing. So I brought all these people. Um, 
I remember this one girl brought her friend and her boyfriend, and her boyfriend did not like me. <laughs> and uh, he decided that day he did not like me. Um, it was very strange. Like, he was just, he had this, like, really weird, like, jealous type of thing going on. And I think he had had that for a lot of people that she had known. It wasn't just me, but it was weird. <laughs> It was very weird. I had done like all these paintings and I was working mostly in acrylic at the time. And so I had all these like weird psychedelic paintings and whatnot. Uh, and everybody just was like, wow, this is, uh, this is nuts. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it feels like it. It feels like it would be. So it was just crazy. We had like paintings lined up against sofas that were lined up against walls because I couldn't put nails in anything. And it was just. It was a lot. I mean, those early days of painting were 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 a lot. They were just so much. So much was going on. Uh, at the time, I needed like a cool name, so I went as Jay as a painter, which I thought was really dumb. But then a couple weeks later, someone was like, "Oh man, I know you, Jay as a painter. I went to your show. That's so cool." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, yeah, thanks. That's awesome." Um, yeah, it was just this really kind of strange madness about all of it. They had like a hookah bar in the back and a big dance club in the front. And I was in the balcony of the giant dance club. It had like this big uh, uh, foam sculpted and then, uh, what is it, rock wall kind of covered dragon sculpture that was then painted with like puff paint and glow-in-the-dark paints and stuff. It looked real cheesy, and I accidentally told the artist who did it it looked cheesy. I didn't mean to, but it was just kind of like, ooh, this is so lame. I remember they used to try and always get me to do these like free murals and stuff all over the place, and I was like, no, dude, if you're going to pay me, you need to pay me for these murals, like actual pay me my rate for murals. And I remember the guy who ran at Ed said I was insubordinate because I wouldn't. <laughs> he was an old Navy guy because I wouldn't do it for free. And I was like, yeah, well, uh, write me up then, man. I got I got nothing for you. It ain't, it ain't going to change. I don't know how to break it to you. I'm going to fight you to the day I die. I'm not painting this thing for free. So it was just this weird, just this very weird, like, helpful yet... Uh, adversarial position about all of it. I wanted to be this like huge muralist, this big, amazing, like beast of a thing. And it just was not coming together at the time. I had done like a couple of like window paintings and I had even done like a few, I'd done a few murals. I don't remember where, but I had done a few murals and it was just, it was a little difficult. I mean, my friend Sloan, who you heard about before, who had done, like, the church murals and the charity murals and all that stuff, and, like, that was going on. Uh, we were all kind of in the middle of art school. It was nuts. <laughs> There's really no other way to describe it than that. It was nuts. It didn't make any sense. It was wild. We were dumpster diving for art supplies. We were, which I am glad to hear that that tradition has continued. As a friend told me, 
they were dumpster diving for some art supplies and I was like that's so cool um yeah I don't know it was just it was so odd and there were so many like great artists that were around in that time so to see like this really bad art piece that was done at this club was just meh just blah (laughs) and just couldn't I couldn't let it go I was very upset about it uh, I'd gotten my first digital camera, which was like a quick shot type of one, a Canon quick shot type of thing, and it sucked because it was really, really tiny, and it fell, and it barely held a charge, and I had to buy batteries for it every time, and the batteries would go dead super fast, and then I would try to like put it in with computer stuff, but you had to use like a, a U, USB, and so... It had to have a computer that was set up for the USB, so I'd have to always download a driver in order to do that, and then I'd put it on MySpace, and then MySpace was a whole just cluster. It was so much. (laughs) There was so much going on all the time. I used to do these shows called uh, One Night Stands that I used to refer to. And I was like, hey, come have a one night stand with me. And they go, what? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, no, it's a painting thing. I have like a show where I'm up for one night and we just sell all the art and keep on moving. And it was just this really wild, weird, little type of festival event of sorts. And yeah, I don't know. I... I had this idea that it was like this like super sexy thing that was going to go on. We'd have live bands that would be playing and I'd just be this drunken mess wobbling around. Uh, it was, it was some, don't be like me kids. <laughs> there are better ways to get out there than the way that I, I eventually got out there. Uh, I mean, I just didn't know what else to do, so that's how I went with it. I just followed followed the insanity because everything else just seemed like it was going to be harder, in a way, to do it the more traditional way that everybody wanted me to, which was the traditional way was, you know, sign up for gallery shows and all that types of stuff. And I was like, I don't want to paint like that. I want to paint like me. I remember saying that to an art teacher who literally, who literally just kind of looked at me like I was crazy. Like I had all the heads, <laughs> not just the two, all of them. And it was just such a chaotic time. <laughs> but my best friend at the time, Mark, had gone off, Mark Martinez, had gone off to the Navy. And so I was kind of all alone. And occasionally I would date these random girls and hang out with these wild groups of dudes. And we would just have like these kind of weird little like comings togetherings. And then I'd go back to kind of just being the solitude artist. I remember this girl told me that she was like, wow, I finally got to meet an actual starving artist. That's amazing. And I was so offended. (laughs) It didn't even make sense why I was offended, but I was so offended by that. I was like, how dare you? I am very, very poor, but not starving. (laughs) It's such a weird, such a weird stance to take on that. But it all came together. It all worked out. 
the lessons I learned from that time in my life was you just kind of have to, you have to believe in yourself, but you also have to be willing to do the steps. I think the steps were probably the more difficult parts because then I had to, I had to let go of the ego and just study, read art books, do hand studies, do foot studies, do figure studies, do... I never really got around to the background studies. <laughs> I figured abstract was how, the direction I would go on that. Um, but yeah, just a lot of still lifes and a lot of stuff like that. It's all necessary. Like, you just got to learn. You got to learn the fundamentals, even if it kills you. But it never does. Big shout out to Yasutomi Inc. and also Artisan Wellness Project. Uh, two really great things. Uh, Artisan Wellness Project, if you ever need any type of thing that's like healthy and good for you and like incense sticks and bombs and stuff like that, like that guy is so your guy. <laughs> it's so good. It smells so nice and it's just, it's made with love and you can tell. Yasutomi Inc. is my favorite and happily friend partnership of an art company they do inks they do brushes they do paints they do paper i use so many of their products and all the art stuff that you've ever seen that you've liked has mostly been touched at some point in time by at least their inks if nothing else and you should check it out so if you get that option please do so uh there'll be a link in the bio and you can go do that. Cool. <sighs> Hello, Galeras. So, we're going to do some meditations. Uh, we haven't really done... I think we did some last week. But we're not doing car ones anymore. Because those made people nervous. <laughs> a couple people, actually. Uh, I realized as time went by, it was a little dangerous. So... If you will, please find a comfortable spot. Relax your neck, relax your shoulders, and just breathe. I want to imagine I'm holding like a pinwheel. As I breathe in, it moves. And as I breathe out, it moves a little faster. And then just slows down a little. I think in a way, you have to connect more with the pinwheels in your life. They are moving forward and spinning in their function as actions go about them. But they are not perpetually spinning when the actions stop. Do you get me? Do you feel me? So the concept is we as people 
have to figure out how to react but not live off of said reactions forever <laughs> like we are we are functional we are moving we are doing but we are not we don't have to be perpetual that'll be the name of the episode perpetual ink someone write it down <laughs> Next, i have to write it down and those things are just kind of how we need to navigate. We have to... Oh, there's an R there. Okay. Not the most professional way to do this, but oh well. We do what we want here. Um, yeah. I think everybody thinks we're like a heart pumping. But that is a part of us, and it is not all of us. Like, it's a very important part of us. Our reactions oftentimes dictate how we, how we live our lives, but they don't have to. We don't have to. We can be more than just reactionary creatures. And we're better that way. I think of all the times in my life that I have just given in to the, the, the sheer reaction of everything. To move forward. But there's a point in resting. There's a point in slowing down. There's a point in stopping. Looking around, seeing where we are, feeling the breeze on our face, as opposed to just kind of letting it push us. I think daisies are really interesting. We should be like daisies. I want you to imagine your long stem going up, your flower petals, and your sunflower seeds for your face. And as the wind blows and goes back, you're rooted deep into the earth. You're a part of a larger forest of daisies. You feel as if you are simply by yourself, but you are absorbing the sun and then growing a tree of vines on the inside of the earth all that energy just charging taking what you need and distributing the rest back out of you into the ground you're cleaning the air around you It's beautiful. Take your arms, put them up over your head, stretch towards the sun with your fingers. Up and up and up and through. Open and close. Feel the warmth. 
let the energy, the excess energy roll through your body, through your arms, through your wrists, through your elbows, through your shoulders, through your neck, through your back, through your butt, through your legs, through your feet, through your toes, back into the ground. We give back. We give back to the earth. And thanks. All right, Galeras, that was it. <laughs> That's the whole episode. I, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it sat with you well. I hope it was beautiful. I hope you're beautiful. I hope you feel beautiful. I hope you feel stunning for the whole rest of the week. I hope you shine like the daisies that you are. And even if you get a little uh, a little bit of a cut from a, from a lawnmower, just know you'll be back. You are unstoppable. So if you'd like to support this podcast, please say, please uh, share, please uh, write a review, please do all those things. If you get the opportunity, um, go check out our GoFundMe to help us move. Uh, we've got all this stuff going on with everything. And even if you can't donate, you can at least share it with people so that more people can see it. Visibility is kind of that thing. And yeah, just... Be good to yourselves. Check out the uh, the Painter Files videos on YouTube. Uh, subscribe, like, comment, all that cool stuff. And I will see you later. Painter out. Ciao. Bye.